Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to have a really fun segment tonight. I just can't stop talking about Big Brother. I always say I'm not going to watch it each season since the last few years now. And somehow, someway, I end up watching it anyway. So, finale's coming soon, so why not talk about it? I want to hear your thoughts. I know it's been one of those controversial seasons, more like they call it the Paul show, more so one person show, I, I guess. It's the main thing, plus some believe it's been the wrong type of tactics used, saying it's uh, implying that it's been bowling type tactics for to win the game over. Others disagree. want to hear your thoughts, and I definitely want to hear who do you think is going to win and who do you want to win this game. Who's your favorite house guest? Who do you hope wins America's favorite player? And who do you hope wins the 500000 first place prize? And who do you hope wins the 50000 second place prize? So we'll get more into detail on each house guest, the jurors especially, as well as, of course, the final three contestants. And we'll also... To jab it up a little, we'll also be talking about trending topics, so anything else going on in the news or music or sports, um, all that good stuff and more, feel free to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics as well tonight. So let me uh, tell you the switchboard number here is 323-642-1556, but in the meantime, I'm going to set up everything, uh, just remind everyone on my social media sites that the talk show is starting on Twitter and such, and um, Again, that number is 323-642-1556. Don't worry, I'll remind you again in a bit. And in the meantime, let me play a song as we get started. And it's called Let's Go by former Coffee Talk with Shell guest, a wonderful young lady and artist named Bean. Noelle Bean is her full name, but she goes by Bean as artist name. So again, I hope you enjoy the song. Here is Let's Go by Bean. Okay, I spoke too soon. I can't find it. <laughs> One moment, please. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay, now let's go for real. Are you ready?
Okay, in case any of y'all are also confused, because I noticed that um, some people thought the finale was going to be tonight. Big Brother is actually not even airing tonight, at least not here, <laughs> where I live in Texas. But it actually, um, normally it is on Sunday night, but not tonight. The finale is actually going to be this Wednesday, September 20th. For some reason, I noticed on Twitter some people thought it was going to be tonight, but no, it's Wednesday, September 20th. I know, I think here it's, yeah, 7 o'clock Central Time in Texas, Wednesday night, two-hour special. So I know I've been watching Big Brother After Dark a bit, too. So, oh, man, where do I even start? So let's start with the final three. There's Paul. He's the veteran. He was there last year. He came in second place, so he won the 50000 against Nicole, who's like, I think the first girl winner or the first girl winner in many years or something, Some something big about that. She came in first. He chose her thinking he'd win against her, and he lost by one vote to her. So he's trying not to make the same mistake, and he's hoping he'll actually win this entire uh, game this time, the big prize, the first place to the 500000 which I could totally really see him doing because uh, I agree with a lot of people that call him, call the other house guests Paul's sheep, Paul's followers, Paul's minions. It seems like he's been the best at the game. He plays it hard, plays it well, been able to convince pretty much each other house guests, except for them, the joke is, except for Cody or Jessica pretty much, to um, do what he says or ask and tricks them, blindsides them, what have you. I uh, know one of the biggest shockers for a house guest that was blindsided was, uh, well, Jason, as well as Alex. They're like buddies in the house and all. Now, well, now they're both in the jury house. Uh, Paul was so good at tricking that he actually had it set up to where Jason thought his good friend Alex had blindsided him when, in fact, she had no clue, no idea about it. And Alex thought she had a final two deal with Paul, but he broke that. Of course, he had an alliance pretty much with the groups of two as well, all these other groups of two in the house that are all in the jury now pretty much, <laughs> or if not in the jury, have gone home. So uh, so that's Paul, Paul Abrahamian. I'm not sure how to say his last name. Sorry, uh, I'll have to figure out how to pronounce that later. By the way, he's in a really good band, in case you hadn't heard of Strange Faces, look them up. They're from L.A., really cool band. I got to admit, I didn't think I'd like the music, just I don't know. I don't know why. I just thought it was going to be a different type of music, and I look it up, and it's really nice really cool they have a new music video it's really good one of my favorite songs that actually i learned about from uh him being on the show last year is called ruby but there's a newer song i can't remember the name of but it's if you look up strange faces it'll come up and uh, you'll see him in the video the guy with the long beard and all a lot of like uh rings school rings and all that but anyway he's, he's a young guy i think he's 24 25 now he's really smart very smart then there's josh who's from florida he's also in the final three He's the most improved house guest of all. I've been rooting for him ever since I've seen the change. He's grown up a lot in this last few months on the house. Um, amazing, amazing. I mean, they really should give away a, a, an award for most improved house guests because he has calmed down a lot. He went from being pots and pans to knowing house guests to checking on each house guest. How are you feeling? How are you doing? When others wouldn't talk to Kevin, he was still the only one that would talk to Kevin. I mean, he's definitely growing up. Definitely. I think he's only 20. He always says he's 20 and has a business. I think an online business or something. I'm not exactly sure. Um, I do know that they've mentioned Josh's family had to evacuate from Florida due to Hurricane Irma. They've gone to New York. I'm not sure if they're back yet. I have prayers for all of them. I hope they're okay. I hope their home's okay. I haven't really heard much update other than that last I knew. 
Um, but yeah, Josh, Josh is a lot smarter than people think. I mean, I think they're starting to figure it out, you know, as the, as the, towards the finale now. And last but not least is Christmas. That's her real name, Christmas. Her middle name is actually Joy, and that's not only Christmas Joy. That's <laughs> so cute. And uh, she's a very strong competitor, very strong person. She's a CrossFitter, works out, bodybuilder, all that good stuff. Um, however, she had a setback because she was horsing around with the Jason guys, also known as cowboys, like a rodeo clown in real life, some professional. And unfortunately, when they're clowning around the backyard on the show, um, unfortunately, he didn't mean to, but, you know, they're goofing around with an accident, but he accidentally broke her foot. So that happened early in the game. I think only what a week or two in early, few weeks in, and um, so she's had some setbacks. She's considering that she's done pretty well, you know, making her alliances and you know being a social game, um, and even even with the broken foot, I mean, she still works out, still very fit, does the best she can, eats healthy. Um, I mean, she's showing the other house guests how to work out and eat healthy too. It's pretty cool. She's definitely helped coach some of them and the fitness and all. Uh, which is ironic because now I think about it, Josh was laughing about how he hadn't worked out in like the last few weeks and now they're in the, you know, got these uh, last competitions, which they've done part one and part two so far. So spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, mute for a minute for the next five minutes or less <laughs> and come back. Um, but because I get on Twitter and read the live feeds and stuff, such, just to kind of see who I can predict, you know, from what the, the last update is well actually i haven't even looked at the updates today so sometimes things can change in the house you'd be surprised last i saw uh what was going on and what people were thinking in the house was um part one competition paul won so paul's technically their hoh but i think they closed the upstairs hoh room already because you know finale coming soon all that so i think they're all just have the the bottom uh floor the first floor of the house only open now for the rest of the time till finale Wednesday night when they leave the house. Um, let me think. So, Josh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Josh won part two of the competition. So, part one, Paul won. Part two, Josh won. Spoiler alert again. And then, um, spoiler alert is Paul has told Josh if he if Paul wins. Paul said, if I win part three. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, I'm taking you. I'm taking you to Final Two. Because Paul feels he has a better chance to win against Josh because each of them have more enemies, <laughs> bitter jurors against them in the house than Christmas. They feel like, um, well, well, that's how Paul feels initially. Um, he feels like, you know, Christmas would get votes and possibly win against him. He has a better chance to win against Josh. Um, but what's interesting is if Josh wins part three, I'm not sure who he'll choose because initially he had told Christmas, no matter what, you're my final two. But then when he asked Christmas to promise him, he's like, promise me I'm your final two. She said, I'm sorry, I can't promise you that. I hadn't, I don't even want to think about who I'd have to choose. I don't want to decide unless I absolutely have to. And of course now she doesn't have to decide because she lost, um, part two which means it'll either be josh or paul winning part three and either josh or paul deciding who to take and josh is talking like he's leaning more towards taking paul but we'll see you never know you never know so either paul will win and take josh or christmas but it pretty much sounds like he's going to take paul but again things change constantly there you never know and or josh will win the final comp, final three comp, and uh, part three, 
and then choose either Christmas or Paul. So it'll be really interesting to see. And even the America's Favorite Player has been unpredictable because it's so funny. Um, Jessica and Cody, you know, they have three show me There's Jessica and Cody, Elena and Mark, and um, third show me Oh, my gosh, I'm blanking out. Oh, Matt and Raven. And technically, you almost want to say a fourth showmance out of the final three, Paul and Christmas, they're calling uh, Paul and that they're calling a showmance, even though Paul says he doesn't like her that way. But Christmas has admitted she has feelings for Paul. And they would make a cute couple. But anyway, <laughs> I think. So anyway, um, yeah. But, uh, okay, so there's a few showmances. So Jessica and Cody. Cody's, um, like, the only one really – well, Jessica, too, but really – that was totally trying to get Paul out of the house, totally like, don't y'all see, you know, you know, we got to get him out. He's going to win the game. So Cody had, you know, had it right on the dot and the other house guests just wouldn't listen. So anyway, so what they did was they split it up to where Jessica um, was the last house guest to be voted out before jury started. So like she literally went home, which was ironic. She doesn't live far from <laughs> the studios where the house is because she lives there in the LA area, I think. Anyway, <laughs> go figure. And then Cody, they purposely voted to where he would have to stay in jury and not get to go home. And, you know, so, so they both couldn't be in jury together. They both couldn't go home together. So it was just kind of like, kind of, I don't know, out of spite. The house gets purposely split them up that way. Anyway, so since Jessica went home, she's on the outside. So she's on social media campaigning very hard to persuade others to vote for Cody. It's kind of been a silly joke because she's giving away like these free fidget spinners or whatever. So it's a few of them in case, you know, to, to persuade people to vote for Cody as America's favorite player because she wants to see the look on the other house guest faces, especially Paul's like, ha ha ha, you know, if that happened, if Cody actually won America's favorite. But then Kevin was the last so he was in Final Four, last one that house guests got evicted. A lot of house guests did not like him, did not treat him well. I'm not sure the whole controversy. I'm not even sure what Kevin did, honestly. So I can't say he may have done things not nice either, to be fair. I don't know. Um, he seemed pretty alienated the last few weeks. I'm not sure if that was his choice or theirs or both. I don't know. But um, from what I've seen, the response of the public is, there's, it seems like Kevin's in the lead as well as Cody, and it's almost like they're neck and neck for America's Favorite Player. So that should be really interesting because the public view, they really like Kevin overall, it seems like in the public polls. So we'll see. Now I'm going to take a break here and play another song. Let me remind you all again, the phone number, switchboard number here to call in to the show. If you want to talk about Big Brother or other trending topics is 323-642-1556. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this by another uh, past guest, well, actually my first guest ever on the show, another awesome artist from the Carolinas named Misty Mayhem. And here is Reason to Live. Enjoy. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup.
Once again, that was Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem. We'll play one more song, and then we got lots more to talk about Big Brother and other trending topics. Again, you can call into the switchboard at 323-642-1556. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song by another past guest friend of mine named Brandon Hilton. And, oh, and just so I don't forget to tell you, you can check out each of these artists. You can find uh, Noelle Bean, uh, check Check out her music. I played her Let's Go song initially at the beginning of the show. Find beanmusic.com or website or find uh, Bean on, on Facebook. You also can find Misty Mayhem with that song I just played called Reason to Live. Find her on Facebook as well. And last but not least, you can find Brandon Hilton on Facebook as well. And in the meantime, again, I hope you enjoy this next song. Let me find it here for you. And again, this is uh, by Brandon Hilton it's called Glamour Zombie. Since I know it's September, but I went into CVS today, and they had this creepy little, like, standing freaking Halloween statue that scared the heck out of me. It was so creepy looking. I don't even know how to explain it. So I was like, okay, Halloween decorations are already up, already for sale. So why not play Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton? Enjoy. Gotta stop, can't take anymore. 
which reminds me, they actually are going to do a Celebrity Big Brother, I think, coming this winter um, in the U.S., which will be interesting. I've watched video clips, like YouTube clips from the um, Celebrity Big Brother in the U.K., and they do some crazy competitions, some weird stuff. (laughs) It's really funny to watch, actually. Very fun. So I'll be intrigued to to see how they uh, play out with the celebrity version here in the U.S. Really interesting stuff. Oh, and I just realized the Emmy Awards are on, so y'all might want to call in and talk about the Emmy Awards as well. Just about that too, huh? Uh, let me remind you again that switchboard number here is three two three six four two one five five six. Uh, you also feel free to message me live during the show at Twitter on Twitter. Excuse me at Coffee Talk WC. I'll read your tweets live during the show as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look up, see what's going on with the Emmy Awards, see who's winning and all. I don't normally watch – I watch all the music award shows, but I don't watch the other award shows as, nearly as much. So, hmm, don't keep up that well. But I'll I'll look for grins and see any updates on who's winning and such here in a minute on the Emmys. should be interesting. But, again, if you want to call in, again, that number is 323-642-1556. Let me read a few tweets about Big Brother in the meantime. It's always fun trying to see if there's any more um, updates on it, but again, last last I told you, I shared earlier the updates I do about. Oh, yeah, that's right. How could I forget to mention, I've been calling it the Paul Show. There's another theory, conspiracy, that maybe it was rigged. Maybe CBS rigged the whole thing for Paul to win. We'll see. You don't know. You know, if he does win, then that's really going to be a big controversy debate. Um, many reasons why they think that. One is he's a veteran. He got you know, how convenient he got like three weeks safety, temptation. They did there was like a temptation season where they chose whether or not to take a temptation. Uh Paul actually got on the show because the very first temptation was someone which was 
Kevin, by the way, uh, out of all the house guests, they waited to see if any of them would push a button. And if they pushed the button, the first one that pushed that button would get 25000 but, but each temptation has like a consequence. So Kevin pushed the button, but he didn't want anyone to know all season. Eventually, they figured out towards the end of the season uh, recently that it was him. But anyway, um, that um, – so since, oh, cause, cause effect. So since Kevin pushed that button, it meant consequence. The consequence was that Paul – the veteran literally was just standing there waiting to find out if he was even going to be on the show or not. So if any house guest pushed the button, then Paul would be on the show. So he was. He came in the house, and they told him, you know, this is the consequence. So if no one had pushed that button, no one had chosen the, the temptation of 25K, then Paul wouldn't even have been on the show at all this season. So that's where it gets kind of tricky. Um, so that was first. Then second. Then uh, secondly, he gets this temptation where – um, America supposedly votes for which house guests you want to get the temptation. So America, I think, voted Paul in the order first. Yeah, they, they only did it for so many weeks and then stopped doing these temptations. Um, so America voted first, and then they go in and they choose, like, I don't know, these two potions. They choose yes or no, and each, each time they always choose yes, and then tell them what the um, temptation is, what, you know, basically a reward for them. And then later on, they find out the consequence. And Paul... Uh, chose the temptation, which meant he got automatically three weeks of safety, meaning he would not be uh, could not be nominated on the block. And the controversy there is because, of course, he, he, you know, he, especially as a veteran, everyone's going to want to put him on the block and go figure. Cody was the first HOH wanted to put Paul on the block, but then uh, Paul told him, you know, that's when he revealed I have the temptation. I'm safe for three weeks, so you can't put me on the block. So you have to nominate someone else. And poor felt a little bad for him. Uh, the this girl named Megan, I think she was second to leave. First was Cameron, the super fan, got evicted like the first day. And then under Cody's HOH, I believe, Megan self-evicted herself. She had PTSD, was having issues. So sadly, she self-evicted, just left on her own will. Very sad and prayers for her. And I'm really happy to see she's doing better, by the way. I've read an update. Um, she got a really interesting. If you want to look it up, it's called like Stellet Ganglion block it's like a, a nerve block in like the neck that affects like your head anxiety ptsd type things that she's doing a ton better since she had it done so i'm really happy for her so prayers and thoughts going out to you megan stay strong i'm really happy you got the help you needed and keep keep on keeping on that's awesome um i hope you get a second chance i would love to see you and cameron each get a second chance and get to come back and play they were each weren't on the show very long this season um you know and they're all newbies new on the show um, and then, okay, so that was a side note about Megan self-evicting, and so cause and effect was Cody ended up having to put, had had ended up doing nominations like three times because he nominated Paul, but then Paul was safe. He nominated Megan, but then Megan self-evicted, left the house, so then he had to put someone else up, and I can't remember who the other one people were, but um, I, think, I think there was maybe one person that stayed on the block the whole time, but he had, but then Paul and Megan, you know, uh, couldn't then he had to do a third person I can't remember who at the time whoever I can't remember I'd have to look back anyway oh it had to been Cameron Cameron well because Cameron was first evicted or second you yeah, know yeah yeah that's right Cameron was first evicted and Megan left and I don't know I'm getting confused I think Cody was first HOH right uh, anyway <laughs> So y'all can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm getting I think I'm getting it mixed up because now I'm getting confused if he was first OH, HOH 
and Cameron was first evicted. Why did Megan self-evict? Why did he have to nominate? Oh, oh, because she would have been the second person, I guess. I guess it was it was Cameron and then Megan, and then Megan left, so he had to nominate someone else. And yeah, so could you imagine being the first HOH and having to do nomination three times? Normally, you have to do it once. Oh man, that's terrible. So he felt like he just had too many targets against him after that. You know, you upset too many of the house guests when you nominate so many people on the on the block already. So he felt like his back was against the wall. Anyway, but, you know, Cody and Jessica last as long as they could. Uh, they did pretty good considering all that, um, you know, because they had the showman's and then Cody being first HOH. And usually I, I wouldn't want to be first HOH because how to household, because normally that's who gets targeted first. I've always seen like after week two, they target the first HOH person usually to get out because they deal with the strongest competitor normally. Okay. So, again, if you want to call in and talk about, oh, hi, bottom line fighters. Everyone say hello to the soldiers in Afghanistan. Let me say hello. I just saw them in the chat room. I always wait for them. Let me give them smiley faces. Are you all enjoying breakfast in the mess hall? Can you all hear me? I'm talking about Big Brother. and But we can talk about other trending topics, too. You know me. I like to have a variety of topics. But it's just Big Brother. I can't stop thinking and talking about lately i always say i'm never gonna watch the show but you know i end up watching it it's like my guilty pleasure <laughs> so embarrassing but hey but finale is wednesday so that's good then i won't watch it anymore then i go back to just my two shows big bang theory and Grey's anatomy oh i love Grey's anatomy shonda rhimes is an amazing writer by the way um but anyway how are y'all doing miss y'all let me know. Type if you can in the chat room. I'll try to read your messages if you want on air, too. If you want me to give messages to anyone, let me know. Oh, it's so good to see you all. So, again, if you want to um, share your thoughts on Big Brother or any other trending topics, the Emmy Awards are going on. So I'm going to play a song and come back see what's going on on that end, on the Emmy Awards, see who's winning and all. Again, you can call into the show here at... Three two three six four two one five five six, and the soldiers say hello and morning. Hello, y'all. Good morning. Good night here and good morning there. That's so crazy. I love that. All right. In the meantime, I'm gonna since I know the soldiers are listening, I always like to play this particular song for them because it's my song of dedication to all of y'all. So here's "Time to Go Home" by Michael Fronty and Spearhead. And I'm going to play, actually, I'm going to play the message that Mr. Fronty made for y'all, and, and then I'll play the song followed by it. How about that? That'll sound cool. Hey, Screaming Eagles in Afghanistan, this is Michael Fronty here, Captain James, and all your whole crew out there. Keep up the great work. We're holding you in our hearts right now. Come home safe and live from your heart and do your very best every day. Peace. Respect.
Okay, so again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. I just wanted to take a moment on a serious note and ask for y'all's prayers as I was asking the soldiers how they're doing. And unfortunately, they've had a very difficult time with their canine buddies. Unfortunately, um, they lost another one, Bullet, rest in peace, Bullet, and another one is fighting for his life. They're, you know, they're partners, basically, you know, they're canines side by side with them 24-7. So we're going to um, keep Bullet in our thoughts and prayers. Rest in peace, Bullet. I'm so sorry to hear about your loss. And we're going to put our thoughts and prayers and positive energy and, and get well wishes to Tank. We want him to definitely pull through. And again, so sorry for all of that. Y'all have gone through so much. Goodness me. Um, so please keep the 101st Airborne Division from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. They're over in Afghanistan. And Captain James, First Lieutenant Diane, all their men and women, their crew. Please keep all these soldiers and their canines, too, all in your prayers. appreciate that. Um, oh, I wanted to tell the soldiers a story. It's not not much, real quick here, but I learned I learned a term. You know, I'm learning military term lingo off and on here, and uh, and I've told y'all many times now how I've learned about aerosol, your airborne division. It's really cool to watch videos about Fort Campbell and such. But the other day, I had a friend that mentioned something about, oh, I may just put this in file 13, and I was like, what's file 13? And he's like, in other words, trash can. <laughs> I was like. Oh, I was like, that's military lingo. I've never heard file 13 before. <laughs> I was like, okay, I learned a new one. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. I'm learning something new every day, huh? <laughs> um, then again, if y'all want to call in and talk about Big Brother, uh, the finale is this Wednesday, September 20th, final three again, or Paul, um, Josh, and Christmas. want to hear your final final three predictions, uh, finale predictions, as well as who you think is going to win uh, first place, second place, the 500,000, 50,000 second place, and or who you think is going to win America's favorite house guest and um, versus who you, do you want to win? Do you think who you want to win is going to win or is that too late? They're already in the jury house. <laughs> and what do you think about this season? Do you think it's been good or bad? I know it's not gotten the best reviews. What does that mean? Open the can. P23. Okay, you're going to have to explain that. The soldiers are writing to me in the chat room, and I have no idea what that means. Is that another military lingo? I'm sorry, I don't know. I just know Falteen means... Oh, wait. Is that... Is P23 mean open the trash can? And Fal 13 means throw it away? I'm confused again. <laughs> Please explain. Oh, whoop, A-S-S. I try not to cuss, so I'll just spell it out for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Is that what that means? Open P23? Open the can. I'm going to have to Google that and learn more about that. Interesting. All right. Oh, and I did say I was going to read updates from the Emmys also. So let me um, find some tweets on that, see what's going on on that real quick. So we'll kind of go back and forth between Big Brother, the Emmys, because those are two big topics right now, of course, and other things. I know my home team, Dallas Cowboys, lost today at Denver Broncos. It was pretty much a blowout game. 42 to 17, I think, was the, the ending score. And they even had a rain delay. They had almost an hour rain delay. It's so crazy. They started the game. They only had, like, less than 30 seconds left, I think, or 34 seconds left in the first quarter, and it rained. And I was like, I wonder if the Broncos wish they had a, a roof over their stadium right now because of the rain delay. And then at first you think all these fans left, and then they, they, you see them come back. And then um, I learned today that 
oh, how many games is it? Is it over 300 games, consecutive games that they've had sold out at the for the Denver Broncos at the home games at their stadium? Oh, a P23 is a can opener. Oh, cool. See, I learned something else now. Okay, so file 13 is a trash can, and P23 is a can opener. That's cool. That's so I'm going to let my friend know I just learned new military lingo. That P23 is a can opener. And, of course, you taught me file 13 is a trash can. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Thank you. I appreciate P23 as a can opener. I'm going to integrate these <laughs> lingo into this vocabulary into my uh, daily conversation somehow this week. That will be an interesting challenge. That will be fun. Maybe like when I eat chili or something, I'll use a can opener. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, I went to Oktoberfest for my first time ever. I've never been to one. Don't judge me. But I've been to the Irish Festival. I've been to the State Fair of Texas. Never, ever been to any Oktoberfest. And y'all are going to laugh, but, you know, I guess because I've never been to one, I didn't know what to expect. So I went with some friends Friday night and thought that, uh, you know, I'd eat dinner there, you know, save my appetite. And I don't know, I guess because the State Fair of Texas has really good sausage on a stick. I thought because it was a German-type festival, there would be sausage on a stick at every vendor, pretty much every food vendor tent. They only had one food vendor only one, and it was like the very last tent in the very back. The very, it was hard to find, too. They hid it away, and they are the only ones that sold sausage on a stick. There was now, now, in all fairness, there was one other vendor that had bratwurst on a bun. I kind of wish I'd gotten that instead because the sausage on a stick did not taste like sausage on a stick. It tastes like, I don't know, it just tastes awful. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It was really weird. And I don't drink. Maybe I should have had beer, even though I don't really drink alcohol much. Because, you know, the funniest thing was, like, my friends and I were kind of like the early birds. We got there, like, not long after. Oh, okay. Please tell me what camel hash is. I still don't understand. You need a you need a can opener for your camel hash. I know, I know you all have camel hamburgers, but I don't know what camel hash is. Uh, please tell me, because you've, you've mentioned that term before. The soldiers are talking to me in the chat room, and I don't, I don't understand. I know, I know you mean you need a can. Okay, let me think. Wait, is camel hash? What is camel hash? Is that like dip or something? Tobacco, maybe? I'm so confused. <laughs> is that possible? To, I don't know. Can you need a can opener for that, right? My brother dips. My country bad brother. <laughs> Love my brother Josh. Hi Josh, if you're listening. Shout out to him. That's my favorite getaway. Go visit my brother in the country area. The animals and all. It's beautiful because I live in the city, you know. Okay, so let me know if you can what camel hash means. I don't know if I'm guessing correctly or not about that. Um, but anyway, I lost my train of thought. No surprise. Oh, oh yeah, Oktoberfest. So it was my first time, and um, the sausage on a stick wasn't good. Oh, and so my friends and our early birds get there like pretty much not long after it opens and leave early. We were there a few hours. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Six to, uh, what time did we leave? Six to ten? Something like that. We were there a few hours. But what I noticed is, um, oh, camel hash is Hormel chili and camel burger. Okay, now that makes more sense. Sorry, I thought it was something different. So it's not tobacco. Forgive me, not dip. Okay, gotcha. Interesting. Hormel chili and, and the camel burger mixed together. Interesting. 
I love chili, especially winter time. Oh man, I love burrito chili pie, like burritos and shredded cheese and ah oh, chili or chili with crackers. Oh yum! I don't eat chili much, but when it's oh man, when it's cold outside or I have bad sinuses, that is like the cure. Just eat chili, right? <laughs> Well, I hope you can have your camel hash, but you don't have a, a P23. You don't have a can opener. How are you gonna How are you gonna open it then? Oh, so back to Oktoberfest. So observation, y'all. It's kind of silly, but I noticed can help but notice that we leave early, and as we're leaving at like 10 o'clock, and keep in mind it's only open to like midnight. Okay, on Friday night, Oktoberfest. As we're leaving, it got crowded all of a sudden because everyone showed up late. Everyone, and it wasn't like free time. Everyone had to pay you know, entry or whatever. It was just all these people came in late, I guess because of work schedule and stuff, but all the people that really were there for the beer, you knew the difference because those that were leaving early like me <laughs> came for the food, check out the, you know, artwork, whatever, you know, the rides. Mostly our, our friends, uh, kids did the rides, but um, I did one ride. It was really fun, but got really dizzy, but it was still really fun. But anyway, and um, yeah, so I've officially been to an Oktoberfest. I don't know. I don't know how big it is. Is it in Addison near Dallas? I don't know if they're really known for the Oktoberfest or not, but, you know, I think it opened Thursday night. I went Friday night, and then they had it all day Saturday, Sunday. But, uh, but isn't that funny how when I was leaving early, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're leaving early, and all of a sudden all these other people were coming in late, like not even getting there till 10. <laughs> and then they leave at midnight, and they were all drinking the beer. I was like, oh, okay, too funny. Sloppy Joe hash. I love Sloppy Joe. Well, actually, I don't love it. Oh, I have a funny story about Sloppy Joe. They said that uh, it's uh, like Sloppy Joe hash, uh, the soldiers talking. And, um, okay, so this is silly. When I graduated high school, my dear friend Jerry lives in D.C. Shout out to Jerry. <laughs> he, um, oh, my goodness, he's so silly. So he was so sweet, so sweet, too. Um, he was a year younger than me, but we are like, you know, close friends. I was like a circle of close friends. He was in that little circle. And he decided to make Sloppy Joe's, Sloppy Joe sandwiches for all my family and me. It's just like celebration, you know, because we're all hanging out with my friends and family all that weekend, you know, high school graduation weekend. It was so fun. So I Lethal Weapon 3. I love that movie with my friends. I had a lot of guy friends, still do. Anyway, so it's Philip, Jerry, Blake. I think Craig may have gone too. Yeah. Anyway, so Jerry made these Sloppy Joe sandwiches for all my family, friends, all of us. And I and I was like, no, Jerry, I don't like Sloppy Joe. Oh, yeah, better than MRE. Oh, yeah. I'm not complaining. I bet. I bet, soldiers. So uh, so Jerry's like, I promise y'all. I promise you're going to love the Sloppy Joe. Because I was like, I really – why don't you make, like, hamburgers, something I actually like. It's my, my high school graduation meal, right? And he's like, just – I promise. So he wasn't kidding. It was the best sloppy Joe I ever had. And I was the only one that liked them besides Jerry. The rest of my family friends did not like them because what he did was he put tons of brown sugar. And it was the sweetest tasting sloppy Joe in my life. And it was the best. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It was so cute. So, you know, that was back to like when you make mixtape days. And I went off to college. And Jerry went off to a different college the next year. He graduated a year after me. He was at, uh, I was at University of North Texas. He was at Texas Lutheran, and we'd make tapes, and my friends would join in. It was so silly, so much fun. You know, back before Internet, you know, when you actually made phone calls and wrote letters and made mixed tapes. The good old days, right? <laughs> yeah, early 90s. I graduated high school in 92. I'm giving away my age, but that's okay. I turned 43 July 25th. Yeah. 
But anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent like I always do. But so anyway, I saw you write Sloppy Joe, and I hadn't thought about that in so many years about how my friend made those Sloppy Joes that tasted so sweet and so delicious with all that brown sugar. Oh, my gosh. Never thought I would like Sloppy Joe until that day. (laughs) Too cute. All right. Uh, Let me remind everyone if they want to call in and share their thoughts about Big Brother or the Emmy Awards or uh, in other turning topics, I don't really want to talk about how my Cowboys lost, though, okay? <laughs> a little sad about that, but it's all right. It's all right. It's season's still early. They can still pull through and win other games. And I've been praying for a miracle for those Cowboys to go to Super Bowl. It's been so many years ago. Man, the good old days. When I actually lived in Irving, where the old Tech Stadium was, by the way, I lived like a mile from there. Give you all a concept idea of where I grew up. Anyway... Um, so yeah, there's uh, plenty of other things we can talk about besides Cowboys losing today, right? Um, looks like a few trending topics. Cowboys, of course, trending topic on Twitter when I did that. Oh, no, about the Cowboys losing. <laughs> also, it says here, Emmys, of course, are trending uh, Emmy Awards. Also, Dolly Parton's trending. And Donald Glover and the Orville, some new show started what, a week or two ago. It's trending on Twitter. Lena is trending. Fear the Walking Dead's trending. Oh, DC Public Schools is trending. So we may get all that here in momentarily uh but oh awesome you were all nice which soldier am i talking to you hadn't identified yourself can you tell me your first name you're young i was in the class of 84 is this captain james or first lieutenant diane i'm talking to i just realized i don't know who's typing in the chat room (laughs) they say that i'm young thank you but you're young too class of 84 that's only 10 years older you know what it'd make you feel better my first boyfriend ever I was in 1993 in college. I had my first kiss wasn't until I was 19. And guess how old my first boyfriend was? 10 years older. Yep, I was 19, and he was 29. His name was Dwayne. May he rest in peace. He died several years ago, unfortunately, unexpectedly. But he was a good guy, really good guy. And funniest thing, you're going to appreciate this because, yeah, hopefully you will because you're military. He and I had the same favorite show, and I still love the show. He and I both loved MASH so much. I would record MASH, literally. Like, I would have to go to class in the morning. I would record, you know, during the day. Oh, is this Captain James? Hi, Captain James. And and so we, 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 we had to um, record MASH. Because, you know, I had to go to class, you know, and get my priorities right. But I didn't want to miss MASH. And that was back, I think, when I had, uh, was it VHS? How did I do that? I don't think we could set timers then. I guess MASH came on, like, right before I left for class or something. I can't remember. I had this cute little TV. And I just remember recording MASH. And that was my reward after I did my homework every night. I would watch MASH, like, back-to-back, like, two, three episodes. Oh, I can't. They said they used different color fonts in the chat room, but for some reason I can't see a different color font. That's weird. It all looks the same to me. I'm not sure why. That's so weird. Um, but anyway, now I want to watch MASH. I actually watched MASH the other day. It was so good. Hawkeye was my favorite character. I love him so much. I love Alan Alda. Oh my goodness me. My favorite episode ever was when Hawkeye temporarily went blind. That episode. Oh man, that was a really good episode. And I saw another episode for the first time. I thought I'd seen every episode ever. And this was amazing. This actually made me want to do something with, with for y'all, to be honest with you. And I haven't figured out how to pull it off yet. Um, of course, two things. Of course, y'all are still more than welcome to come visit. I want to host all of you when you get back to the States. I sincerely mean that. I told my husband that. I was like, <laughs> get ready. They're coming. Because um, I've, I've opened open arms, open invitation to y'all. Um, but this, this particular mash 
uh, episode made me think of y'all on this idea. So let me know if there's any way I can pull this off or help y'all. I know I'm in Texas and your family's elsewhere, but um, this awesome episode where it was, um, I think it was BJ's idea. He asked all the fellow um, soldiers and them, you know, on the show to write to their families and ask if all the families would get together. So they did. The families had like this party, you know, even though they were off at war and all day, the families got together and it was so cool. And it made me wish I could get together with all your families until I get to meet all of you. That would be amazing. So tell your families they're welcome to visit too. I know, again, I'm in Texas, a little far away from Kentucky, but still, you know, and um, that would be amazing. I really, really, I truly mean it. I really want to meet all of you. That would be like coolest we'll just celebrate together and everything i don't cook much but i'll learn to cook for y'all i I can cook meals in a crock pot and microwave (laughs) and a little bit of stove um i can do pot roast does that work (laughs) or you just order pizza and i don't drink much but that would be one exception i would definitely drink with y'all that's for sure because that would be a huge celebration something big like that i would definitely drink with y'all um i think i only have like one or two drinks a year at most (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, Black Blonde. Okay, got it, got it. Captain James, awesome. You're the you're the name that Michael Fronty says. You heard your message. He says Captain James and all your your men and women for the screaming soldiers on the uh, video message when I saw Michael Fronty at concert. Oh, okay. And First Lieutenant Diane is Red Blonde. I'll remember that. Okay, got it. It's so good to hear from y'all. I always look forward to hearing from y'all each week. And I think I told y'all, and I mean it sincerely, and I tell everyone. You know, each time I think about, oh, I don't feel good, or maybe I just won't do the show tonight. I'm like, nope, Shelt, you're going to do the show because you got these soldiers listening in, and they're doing so much for us. And it's the least I can do for y'all, bring a little touch of home to y'all. Is there anything you want me to say live on air, Captain James, for, for, for anyone listening? Let me know. I'll be happy to send the message out, some love and hugs to people or what have you. Just let me know or ask for prayers or anything. Always here for y'all. Just let me know what I can do to try to help. I'd be glad to. Um, oh, so it's back to that that um, mash episode. Yeah, that was that was really awesome. I thought, what a cool idea BJ had, you know, to get the all the families together since they couldn't get back home yet. I think they were delayed going home, unfortunately, and so it just kind of made them feel better. And then all the families wrote letters back um, afterwards, you know, letting them know how they met each other's families and such. And I was like, that's so cool. But but I really like, and I I don't know how to pull it off and let me know if there is a way I would love to somehow get your, uh, give your family's opportunity, your loved ones, family, friends opportunity to, to make recordings for me to play for all of you, um, to hear, you know, I, I would love to figure that out. So let me know if you know how I can reach out and, and coordinate that. I think that'd be awesome to somehow get them all to do mess, uh, audio messages and then put it into a, a recording on the show for all of you and y'all can hear all your family and friends saying hello and such so let me know I, that was the one other idea I had from I got inspired from watching MASH thought of y'all and uh, Captain James says God plus Texas and Florida yes definitely thank you I don't know if you heard Captain James last time but I've had over 50 family and friends of my own from Houston area that have been affected from Hurricane Harvey that either their their homes were destroyed or they lost everything in the home. Um, All of them either evacuated or stayed in their homes and were stuck during the flood, ran out of food, couldn't go anywhere. It was 
it was awful. You know, I work from home. Luckily, I felt helpless, but I found ways to help give back. I was literally like, you, you hear the power of social media. I witnessed it firsthand. I was literally like working from home while I was on social media, posting tweets live, asking for help for them, people on roofs and all. Um, we had, you know, family here staying with neighbor that I uh, had a um, 14-month-old and two-year-old, 14-month-old girl, baby girl, 10-month-old boy, uh, mom and dad that lost their home from Beaumont, Texas. And I used to be a foster care mom. And so I uh, luckily still had all these baby items, like like the chair, the pack and play, you know, eating chair, all this stuff, a toys. And I just put it all in the car and just went straight there and, and just gave them everything I could. And and uh, I just felt that was the least I could do. You know, it's like you feel so helpless. You want to do so much more. And, and I was wondering, how do y'all deal with that? Maybe you can give me advice because that's something I've had trouble sleeping at night ever since Hurricane Harvey. And Hurricane Harvey, too, you know, where, um, like, I know I'm helping, but I feel like there's there's always so much more to be done. And I'm having a hard time knowing uh, that I have so many family friends going through such difficult time and struggling. And it's really hard to – it's hard for me to sleep at night just knowing, like – you know what I mean? Like, I wish I could afford more. I wish I was rich. I wish I could just get buy them all new homes or fix their homes or, you, you know, I'm having like a really hard time with it. I have not slept well. I've had nightmares. I haven't slept well. I feel helpless. I feel terrible. I, I mean, I know I'm trying to help, you know, but I just, you know what I mean? Like how, I mean, you're soldiers, so you're always helping people. And I'm sure you, y'all go through that. Like you feel like you wish you could do even more to help how do you cope with that like maybe you can give me advice oh i'm so sorry okay all right they uh captain james needs a moment they'll be right back so oh man i'm so sorry i'll I'll let y'all know what's going on here uh, later but uh, in the meantime just please keep just please keep the screaming eagles over in afghanistan in your thoughts and prayers including captain james and all of the men and women there uh, but I'll explain later. In the meantime, um, I'm going to go ahead and play another song. And when we come back, we'll talk about Big Brother and oh, man, um, Emmy Awards and such. Let me, uh, let me play a song so I can console Captain James for a moment talk to him. So I'll be right back. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song. Give me just a moment here. Mm. Trying to find a slower song. Give me a moment. Here's Hey World, Don't Give Up by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Tell me why the grass was greener years ago. I swear it used to grow here. But no more here Tell me why on this hill All the birds they used to come to fly here Come to die here And tell me why I need to know Sometimes I wish I didn't have to know Are you sure of me? Go on for another day or two Don't give up on me I won't give up on you Just believe in me Like I believe 
Once again, that was Hey World, Don't Give Up by Michael Franti and Spearhead. And again, I just want to ask for your thoughts and prayers for the Screaming Eagles, the 101st Airborne Division, air assault from Fort Campbell that's over in Afghanistan. Captain James has been in the chat room tonight. Uh, they listen, the soldiers listen to the show while they're in the mess hall eating breakfast. Uh, so technically it's like Monday morning there, but Sunday night here where I'm at, you know, in the States and U.S. and Texas to be specific where I'm at. And, um, Man, man, I'm so sorry. I, they, I mentioned earlier we were praying for Tank, uh, another canine of theirs. They lost Bullet recently, and unfortunately, Captain James just let me know that unfortunately Tank did not make it. So, oh, heart just kind of dropped thinking about it. 
So please, please, please keep these soldiers, these men and women, and all their canines in your thoughts and prayers. And again, rest in peace, Bullet. Rest in peace, Tank. I'm definitely keeping you in our our prayers and our hearts. And I'm terribly sorry. I can't even begin to tell you how sorry I am for your loss. I, you know, I was telling Captain James earlier, I have a dog, but to be a soldier and have a canine, that is just ten times fold. You know what I mean? Like we all, like I'm a dog lover. I have a dog. He's nine years old, Prescott. I've, I've, you know, adopted him after my father died in 2008 and had no idea my mother and several other family members would, would die within those six months after that, you know, within that time frame. And dog has definitely been there for me. But I, I can't even imagine being a soldier and fighting in a war zone and being with these canines that are helping you, you know, try to save you and uh 24 7 and and to lose them those you know are their like captain james said those are their partners those dogs are like soldiers too so thank you for your service tank and bullet and thoughts and prayers again with all of y'all i'm so sorry for your loss so again just want to ask everyone to please keep screaming eagles all these soldiers and your and their canines and your thoughts and prayers appreciate it um in the meantime go ahead go ahead and play one other song and then we'll switch back to the topics of uh, Big Brother, Emmy Awards, and such. But let me remind you all in the meantime, if you want to call in, phone number again is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. Or you can message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And in the meantime, let me find this other song I was thinking about earlier, if I can find it here. Where'd it go? <laughs> called Your Mind, really short and sweet ballad by Brandon Hilton. Enjoy. Laying underneath the stars, looking in your eyes, my whole world in front of me is no big surprise. Told me to go, baby, go. You know I come for you. If you really love someone, you gotta let them go. Sometimes it's meant to be. I'll come back for you if you wait for me. I know things are gonna change, but you want this heart, it'll stay the same. You being gone, sometimes it gets too much to bear. But then I think of you, and baby, I'm right there with you. You broke down all my walls, you way inside my heart. Come back to me, baby, I will sing it for you. My love grows stronger each and every day. I won't give up on us, I promised you I'd wait. With your heart in the sand, your hand in mine again. The clouds filled up the sky, rain fell like tears in my eyes. And underneath the stars, looking in your eyes. My world in front of me, it's no surprise you're mine. Once again, that was Your Mind by Brandon Hilton. 
so if you want to call in again, we're talking about uh, Big Brother and or Emmy Awards or other trending topics, including current events, news, sports, music, all that and more. Uh, again, you can call in to the, the phone number here at 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. I was trying to remember the name of that movie. Was it Max? What is the name of the movie uh, with the soldier? The soldier um, had a service dog that the brother and family inherited. Um, it's a really good movie. And it was it was a little inside. Of course, it was a movie, but it still gave me a little insight um, to the, or canine, sorry, not service dog, canine. It, it was the soldier's dog. and um, I think it was called Max. If you, yeah, if you don't know much about canines, this is just a, tiny bit of insight again it is a movie but it it did it did definitely open my eyes and show a little more you know we're talking about the soldiers and canines and and just to appreciate all these canines do for these soldiers and all um check out max it's a movie from 2015 um yeah here it's on imdb yeah max that's the name i was trying to remember i'm not sure if it's on netflix currently you can look up and see um a Malinois dog that helped American Marines in Afghanistan return to the U.S. and is adopted by his handler's family after suffering a traumatic experience. But yeah, it's it just shows you just a bit of what they do to help. Not a lot because it does show the dog coming home, but it does kind of give you a little insight to to what these canines do, how much they help them. But yeah, canines—they're definitely soldiers in my eyes. They're heroes. So, thank you for your service again, Tank and Bullet. May you rest in peace. I'm so so sorry for your loss again, soldiers. Oh man, just feel awful right now. Um, so yeah, keep on keeping on, right? Um, let's see. Again, you can message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, or call into the show at three two three six four two one five five six. Um, let me go to Twitter to see what y'all are saying. Let's uh, read some tweets about Big Brother and Emmy Awards. No matter how you cut it, if Josh wins final HOH and sends Paul home, he has pulled the biggest move of the season and earns his 500000 I have to agree with that. BB After Show tweeted that. Totally agree with that. That would be the biggest move. He, it's, Josh has talked off and on about getting Paul out of the game, but then never does. So we'll, I will be intrigued to see what happens if, if Josh actually wins, if he would choose Paul or Christmas for the final two with him. Uh, let's see. Uh, unpopular Big Brother opinion. Cody is just as useless as everyone else. Didn't get what he wanted and threw a fit. Stop playing the game. Mitch Diane wrote that. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that, but that's just her opinion. Uh, speaking of soldiers, there were two veterans on Big Brother this season. Cody, that we just mentioned, he actually is from here. He's from Plano, which is in the Dallas-Forwards area. So I, I would personally like him and would love to meet him. And I'll be like, oh, no, he seems so angry. But I think that was just part of the game gimmick. I I really think he'd be a nice person to meet in real life. I, w- I would give him a chance. I mean, he fought for our country. My goodness, you know. But, yeah, I was actually rooting for Cody in the beginning till he, all the way till he got voted out. I was rooting for Cody. And now I'm reading more for, I guess, Josh. But same time, Paul won. I wouldn't be upset because I could see how Paul earned it because he worked really hard the whole game. And what else? What else? Um, 
and the other soldier, veteran, uh, Megan, I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, that self-evicted early, um, sadly, but I'm so glad she's doing better and got the help for her PTSD and and uh, read her, her post, her blog, or update article she was interviewed the other day saying she's doing a lot better, so I'm really happy to, to see that, so I'm happy for Megan. All right. I hope this jury decides on a fair game and not on emotional bitterness. <laughs> uh, Josea Flores, also known as Jossie underscore Flores, wrote. Looks like uh, house guest Jason, the, the radio clown professionally, looks like uh, Whistlenut underscore Ole has a video message from his wife. Hey, everyone, Jason's wife, Holly, wants to say hi, so I'll retweet that if you want to see it. You can follow me on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC or if you want to message me live during the show. And let me know your thoughts on Big Brother, Emmy Awards, or any other trending topics. Or call into the show again at 323-642-1556. So still got 40 minutes to go. So plenty of time to call in and say hello. Give me just a moment here. I'm just looking up other tweets. Okay, so let's see here. Let's see. Ah, it froze up on me. Sorry about that, y'all. I don't like silence on, on like the number one radio talk show thing. Never have silence. <laughs> okay. Um, ah. Okay. Okay. Wait. So Christmas Paul may be a thing. Is this for real? What went down? Give me details. Oh, I want to know too. Jessica Cody BB19 <laughs> wrote that. I'm curious too. I knew Christmas liked Paul, but I don't think Paul liked her back. So now I want to know. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Maybe, oh, maybe they kissed or something finally. Well, you know, happy for them if so. I love how Josh jokes about how he feels third world because he gets along really well with them. So it's so funny, the three of them. It's nice to see the final three be such good friends, but that is really funny. But then that's going to be really interesting too. Like, how's that going to go down? I think if I think that's going to be really hard if Paul wins and chooses uh, Josh. I wonder how Christmas will react. Oh, man. Did y'all hear the joke house guest Kevin said? Maybe he should have. That's so cute. That's too funny. All right. Let's switch gears and see what people are saying about the Emmy Awards. Okay. Give me a second here. And again, you can tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. I'll read your tweets live on air during the show. Or again, you can call in and say hello at 323-642-1556. And in the meantime, I may try to call my old co-host used to be called Paget Daddy, so don't call him Paget Daddy anymore because his daughter's not Paget anymore. She got a little older and in sports and all now. Oh, <laughs> too funny. But uh so Jabari who I, well nickname from college days that would suck 
forever and ever is Jumanji. So I actually call him Jumanji. So we may try to call it Jumanji because I tease him that he never co-hosts with me. I'm like, I'm so happy you got a girlfriend, but I miss you co-hosting the show with me. And he really knows a lot about sports, and I know he watched the Cowboys games. So, no, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not let him talk about it. <laughs> he probably won't answer his phone, but we may try to call him just for grins here shortly. Uh, but let me read a few tweets real quick here about the Emmy Awards, see what y'all are saying. Kate McKinnon tearfully thanking Hillary Clinton in her acceptance speech has me tearfully watching the Emmy Awards. Uh, that's from Glanville Illuminati. Yeah, hard Twitter name to say. <laughs> All right. Also, uh, Jim Lautenbach quoted the things that make you different. Those are your superpowers. Well, that's nice. Okay. What else? What else? A woman wins for directing. Finally, we're so happy for you, Reed Morano. Represent Pledge tweeted that. It's only fitting that Alec Baldwin received an Emmy for playing Donald Trump in a word he could never win playing himself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, I guess they mean Alec Baldwin can play win playing himself. How funny. Okay. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, I do like SNL. I like comedy because I always think like I, I like that you can take uh, – I mean, not that things aren't serious. Don't get me wrong. But for me, that's like my therapy. Like stand-up comedy is my goal, my dream, my outlet. Music too, but um, it's so true. I will tell you the stand-up comedy is so true when they say from tragedy comes comedy. I mean, pretty much every comedian I've ever met, including myself, you know, I'm, I'm an aspiring comedian. I'd I'm not professional, but that's my goal, um, dream, bucket list. Pretty much all, all I've met, including myself, uh, found our journey with stamp comedy from tragedy. Mine started after I lost both of my parents. The others have, you know, gone through a lot of them gone through uh, divorces or lost jobs or got cancer or other serious illness or, or something else, what have you. But pretty much every stamp community I can think of that I've ever met found the love of comedy as their outlet from tragedy. It's so true. So, you know, I always say creativity is the best therapy and finding the outlet, you know, whether it's music, comedy, sports, you know, it doesn't have to even be, well, creativity for me is the best therapy, but um, some people are more creative side. Some people are more like sports side, you know what I mean? But just find the outlet. It's so, so good to find an outlet. Mine is on crocheting and stand up comedy. Those are my like, and music, music. I really should get back to playing instruments. I haven't played music in so long, sadly. I used to play piano and percussion and violin and wind instruments like a French horn. Oh, man, I grew up playing music, love music. Started in fourth grade on, and oh, I just haven't played lately. But I, but music's still my thing. Like, I still listen to music nonstop. I probably listen to music more than anything else, like more than watching TV, that's for sure. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, let me read a couple more tweets about the Emmy Awards, and we'll switch gears again. Oh, Joe underscore Gatter wrote, the Emmys are tonight. It was an honor being nominated. Not for me. I wasn't nominated. For everyone else that was nominated. <laughs> that's a comedian for you right there. That That's pretty funny. That's a bitter but funny kind of good sport joke about it, I guess. How funny. And one more. Uh, 
trying to find. Oh, DC Public Schools came out. I guess because he's also on Emmy Awards. Oh, Dave Chappelle, interesting. Here's a photo from the day I Dave Chappelle at an event for no joke. DC hashtag DC Public Schools hashtag Emmy Awards. This is from Tal and Friendly. So I'm gonna retweet this. That's cool to see. Yeah, I remember when he hosted SNL. It sounds like SNL. Uh, some of their actors are winning awards. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, SNL definitely. It's like they go through a lull, like where all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's so boring. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, that's really good. And last year or two, man, oh, yeah, <laughs> especially last season, it oh, it was hype. Oh, my gosh, SNL ratings went up, I think. Like, oh, wow, they really stepped up their game, luckily. But, um, yeah, I'm always rooting for them to do well because it's comedy, you know, for the love of comedy. Oh, Carol Burnett's trending now on Twitter. Okay, speaking of comedy, it's like all of a sudden, that's why I love to do it in the talk show, a variety of topics, right? And that's why it's called the Coffee Talk with Shell and the tagline where there's always variety in life. So we don't have to be stuck with one topic, talk whatever we want about. Okay, talk, <laughs> did I say that backwards? Talk about whatever we want. Uh, how cool, cool would it be to have Carol Burnett as your grandmother? Hashtag postables, Jaguar. Fan93 tweeted that. I love Carol Burnett. She's actually from here, I believe. Yeah, from San Antonio, from Texas. I'm not, I'm from Dallas, Fort Worth, but she's, you know, from the same home state. I do love Carol Burnett. Oh, man. Did y'all watch, did y'all watch the Carol Burnett show? I'm aging myself again, but I don't care. <laughs> and then Captain James earlier said, I'm old, that uh, he's, you know, graduated high school in 1984, and I graduated high school in 1974. I'm like, you're not old, trust me. <laughs> so he, I wonder if he grew up watching Carol Burnett show, probably if he's 10 years older than me. Um, let's see. Gosh, I love Carol Burnett. Very cool. Oh, Norman Lear. Wow. The Norman Lear tweeted, great, getting ready to present with amazing Carol Burnett. Photo bomb from the Delight Volume, Rashida Jones. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love Carol Burnett. That Carol Burnett show, I learned a lot from her, even with stamp comedy, because I'm like afraid of hecklers and stuff, have stage fright, and that's one of the issues why. But she, um, she really took a gamble, a chance that paid off for her, where she decided to just do open-ended questions, you know, was it before or after? I think before each show, Carol Burnett show, she'd just go in the audience and just be like, okay, who's got questions and just go with it. And she rocked it. I mean, she aced it. Just like, she would just get wittier and wittier. It's just, wow. Uh, let me read one more tweet. Action Complete wrote, only I can change my life. No one can do it for me. A quote by Carol Burnett. Oh, man, I love that. I gotta, ooh, I gotta retweet that. Mm. That's a good one. Very cool. All right. So let me remind you again, we still got 30 minutes to go. If you want to call and say hello, talk about Big Brother or Emmy Awards or other trending topics. Oh, I forgot. I was going to try to call Jumanji. Let me do that, and then I'll uh, play a song. But I'll keep watching Switchboard 2. So plenty of time to call in and say hi. Call into the show at 323-642-1556. And let's see if we can call Jumanji again. He probably won't answer because he knows I'm doing the show, but he's shy. He teases me because I'm like, can't you host the show? I miss you co-hosting. I just miss my friend. We'll probably leave him a voicemail. Hi, you have reached Jabari Russell. I am not able to come to the phone right now. If you would need a name, a number, and a short, brief message, I will get back with you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a blessed day. 
Hi, Jumanji. It's Shell. Just uh, live on air on Coffee Talk with Shell, trying to give you a call. And, um, yeah, since you're, you know, the sports fan and all, and I'm sure you watch the Cowboys, unfortunately, lose to Broncos. But do you want to hear your thoughts, if you don't mind sharing some sports views and all, uh, or just call and say hi. There's still 30 minutes to go, so don't worry. If you call in, you won't be stuck on the air with me for two hours like that one time not long ago. Oh, I miss you co-hosting. Anyway, Jumanji, call back if you get a chance. Say hi. The soldier's been listening tonight, too. Um, if you want to call in and say hi to them as well, phone number here is 323-642-1556. Okay? Again, 323-642-1556. Again, thanks for the invite. We had a lot of fun at Oktoberfest, and I still can't believe that there was only one food vendor that had sausage on a stick, and it tasted awful. But anyway, <laughs> it was still very fun. See you later. Bye. All right, so we left Jumanji a message, see if he'll call back before the show's over. Oh, awesome. The soldiers are, are uh, said they're back and they're still listening to the show. Oh, oh, I'll give them a hug. I'm so sorry. Welcome back to chat room. Thank y'all for listening. It means a lot. And I can't begin to tell y'all how sorry I am for your losses. Tank and bullet, keeping them and all of you in prayer. I'm, re- I'm typing and reading what I'm typing so y'all know what's going on too, so you're not excluded. Um, but again, that was Captain James I mentioned earlier about the, the screaming eagles in Afghanistan from Fort Campbell that, oh, I just hate, I just hate they are going through this, that just lost the, their second canine, lost bullet earlier and just lost tank and again please keep them in your thoughts and prayers please 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 if 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 you even if you're just an animal lover you, you could you imagine i mean i can't i just can't imagine this they're canines they're 24 7 they're partners they're fellow soldiers you know so we're definitely keeping you on prayer and asking everyone else to do the same um I'm trying to trying to be happy, upbeat for y'all, but I feel awful at the same time. It's like I don't know what to say or do, and I hate that feeling. Um, I, I just want y'all to know I love y'all, and I'm keeping y'all in my heart of hearts and thoughts and prayers again. And just want to say on the show as well, you know, thank you so much to Tank and Bullet, each of your canines, for their service because I know they, I have no doubt they saved lives and and helped y'all so many ways and. And and did the country proud Did so much for all of us So I want to thank both of your canines And again I'm so sorry for your losses of tank and bullet Again Oh man thoughts and prayers with you Captain James and all your soldiers too um, So we'll try to keep it light hearted I'll, I'll try to cheer y'all up um, Got less than 30 minutes to go Plenty of time if anyone wants to call and say hi I uh, just tried calling my dear old college friend who used to co-host the show with me, Jumanji. I call him his nickname. His real name is Jabari. You probably heard it on his voicemail greeting. But uh, I call him Jumanji because the first day we ever met, I really I really thought he said his name was Jumanji. And all our friends had just picked up. Even my my mother, may she rest in peace, called my <laughs> friend Jumanji. It just a nickname just kind of stuck. And I got mad at him because the new movie Jumanji is coming out, I think Christmas time and he doesn't even want to see it it's going to have the rock kevin hart in it i'm like but that's your nickname how can you not want to see the movie it's your own nickname i mean i look my name my name's shell i hear stuff about seashells i go crazy like 
oh man, I, I mean, just send me a song with lyrics, coffee or seashells. I just love it. <laughs> so I really thought of all people, he would he would want to hear, I mean, see that movie because I was going to do a whole get together with our friends and see that movie with Jumanji. I mean, right? Wouldn't you want to see the movie Jumanji with your friend you call Jumanji, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am too. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the chat room talking to Captain James, and I type like I talk. I talk fast. You'll probably notice. I even literally slow down when I'm on air, and I still talk too fast. And I type 100 words per minute. So sometimes I don't mean to. I flood flood chat rooms or whatever. My Facebook friends will tell you the same. I'm really sorry about that. Oh, oh, he mean. Oh, Captain James said he's surprised they're still on air because you know they have limited internet time. Oh, wow. Well, I'm really grateful that you somehow were able to get more internet time. I'm not sure how that happened, but I'm very thankful. I had two minutes, 20 minutes ago. Wow. That's nice. That's very nice. I'm very thankful. So if I don't see you in the chat room, I know that means you're limited internet time left. Okay. We'll stay as long as we can. Oh, I appreciate that. Are y'all still eating? Are y'all eating breakfast? Y'all need to eat. I hope y'all eat. I know it's a difficult time, but you got to keep your strength up. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, again, I, I wish maybe, hey, we got time to persuade Jumanji to see the movie Jumanji between now and Christmas. Maybe we can change his mind. That would be really fun on a happy note there. Fun thought. Um, so, again, we've been talking about Big Brother and uh, Emmy Awards. And what else? What else? Looks like a lot of the, um, for what I'm seeing trending about the Emmy Awards, looks like a lot of them are using their speeches as platforms says chance the rapper calls social action emmy's opener john oliver shouts out dc public schools after emmy's win yeah i've noticed that too which do you do you agree or disagree with that like if if someone wins an award do you think that's the the time and place to um do you think that's the time and place for um for them to use you know when they win an award, use that speech as part of their platform. I mean, I'm, I'm myself not against it. I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm kind of neutral about it. But I really wonder if some people are very against that, like use that just to say your thank yous, use the other, you know, other times, places to to do your social platform speeches. Um, okay. So uh, let me play a song so I can um, – converse with Captain James a little more right now. I will be right back, but I'll keep watching the, the switchboard. Be right back. In the meantime, let me play a song for you. I'll give me just a moment here. Um, here is The World is Our Mother by Robert Fallon featuring Brandon Hilton. It's a really beautiful message, so I want to play it for each of you, but I'll keep watching the switchboard. If y'all want to call in or tweet live during the show, we're talking about Big Brother, Emmy Awards, any other trending topics, sports, music, news, what have you. Uh, 22 minutes to go. Phone number here, 323-642-1556, or tweet live at Coffee Talk WC. Uh, give me just a moment here. Here's The World is Our Mother by Robert Phelan featuring Brandon Hilton. Be right back. Thanks.
I just can't seem to get my mind off of this Why can't this world just replace hate with bliss People always dying, I touch a death kiss I just can't get my mind off of this Shooting out bullets instead of shooting words Cutting up each other like umbilical cords Fire fighting fire, burning up every city The world self-destructs, so let's get witty The world is a mother's Again, that is The World is Our Mother by Robert Palm featuring Brandon Hilton. Well, we had less than 20 minutes to go if you want to call in. Again, you can call in here at 323-642-1556 or message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Talking about Big Brother, love to hear finale predictions. I'm going to say, Paul, hmm, I guess I'm going to predict that Paul's going to win. I don't know. It's going to be between Paul or Josh. Man, that's a tough one. Josh might have a chance of pulling it off and winning, but Paul studied. Well, Josh studied too, but Paul's counted all the stuff in the house and everything. Like, I think he's studied the most. Um, so I guess if I had to predict, I guess I'm going to predict Paul's going to win the the part three of the competition on finale night and choose Josh for final two and then Paul will probably win first place, Joshua in second place, and if I had to also predict the votes, I'm, I almost want to say either unanimous for Paul 
or maybe a couple of votes against Paul. But I, when I think about all the jurors, I really think most of them are, I know people are saying bitter, bitter jury, but the more I think about it, more I think there's more jurors that I realize they'll probably will vote for Paul if it's against Josh. And that's why Paul wants to take Josh and not Christmas. There's a slim chance that Paul, I mean, Josh may win instead and then choose Paul or Christmas. And that's a tricky one. That's what everyone wants to see. I know a lot of people are saying Josh needs to win and choose Christmas over Paul. Paul will get third place and not win any prize. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? And um, and but I don't know. I honestly don't know if Josh or Paul either either of them went against Christmas. Christmas would have a chance of winning because she had a lot of friends, you know, allies. So that's a tough one. So that's why I think Josh may actually choose Paul also over Christmas. But I think it'll come down to Paul probably winning and choosing. Josh and Josh winning second and Paul first, but you never know. You never know. Thought Cowboys were going to win today, and I was so wrong about that. Luckily, I don't bet or anything. <sighs> but um, back back to um, just wanting to ask again for your prayers. You know, I'm so blessed and thankful for these soldiers, and can't thank you, Captain James, and all of you enough for listening to the show and. And just wanted to ask everyone again to keep them screaming eagles over in Afghanistan in your thoughts and prayers and wanted to, you know, just take a moment to remember their canines they lost. I mentioned Tank and Bullet tonight, and they also lost their canine named Bandit recently, if you remember from the last show we did uh, just a week ago. They've gone through so many losses, and of course, all the soldiers, the men and women that you've lost as well. So please keep them in your hearts and prayers, and just want to say thank you all. Thank you for your service. Thank you to Bandit, Tank, and Bullet as well for their service. And uh, they're definitely heroes and soldiers in my eyes, as well as many others. And just want to thank y'all. And um, we still got 15 minutes to go. I'm not saying bye yet, but I know you're limited internet time, and I'm not sure when your your time may end, uh, as we were talking about earlier. So I just want to make sure I got the message out to you while you're still there listening, Captain James. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to kind of wind down. I'll keep watching that switchboard. I guess I'll read a few more tweets. Why not? It's kind of fun to see what people are saying, especially about Big Brother tonight. And you know what? I hadn't talked about it. Let me do that and then maybe see a few current events, talk about those two, change it up a little, because we've mostly been talking about the Emmys and Big Brother. Um, let's see here. A couple more Big Brother tweets for Grins. Somewhat with better hearing, make a transcript of Paul's jury speech plan. <laughs> Thorfist7373 wrote. Interesting. Oh, that's right, because all three of them have to come up with speeches in case they're in the final two. That, those are interesting. Imagine, imagine if you're on Big Brother and you're in Final Three and you do make it to Final Two and you have to, especially Josh, Josh knows he has to give the best speech ever to persuade them to vote for him over Paul or Christmas, what have you. That, mm, that would be a challenge, challenge of persuasion. But you know what? I watched Hidden Figures yesterday. Have y'all seen that movie? It's so good. And one of the ladies wanted to become an engineer, you know, working for NASA. It was really good at math, especially geometry. It was so cool. She went to this judge, and there was like an all-white high school. It was back back during segregation times, and she needed to take these classes. And it was the only place they offered these classes was this all-white um, school. And she was, you know, African American, and she went to the judge, got a court date, went to the judge, and she gave an awesome speech so well that she persuaded the judge to let her take the class he, he he was like you have to compromise you can only go to night classes unfortunately you know how times were back then but um anyway 
but uh, her speech was so good. She did research on the judge and talked about, uh, I think Captain James just left the chat room, by the way, so I think they're limited in her time just ended. Um, but anyway, so she, um, she, she did research on the judge and was like, you were the first person to do this and this and first judge and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. And she, um, yeah, yeah, she did her homework. She did, she researched the judge. She knew she would be seen for the case and, and, and used part of his background and part of her argument saying, you know, you were the first to do this. And so I, I need to be the first, you know, African-American woman to go to high school because this is how I will be the first, you know, African-American engineer and blah, blah. It was so cool. And I was so inspired. So you never know. You never know. <laughs> Back to Big Brother. They, you know, someone could really give a speech that could persuade votes. But at the same time, I don't know, in all fairness, I don't know if the jury uh, um, on Big Brother, if the jurors already have their, their, you know, they ha- they have their keys, the votes, the names of the other house guests they vote for. So I don't know if they already have them in place um, before they even give the speeches, which that doesn't seem fair. I hope, I hope and think they would wait till they hear the speeches, because what's the point of the speeches if you've already decided? But then I'm but then I'm thinking, do they already have the keys in hand? They already have it. Mm, I don't know. I'm really wondering now. I really hope they, because that's not fair. What's the point? They should give the speeches and then have the jurors to vote and decide, right? So I don't know. That's really weird. Really weird. Anyway, there's still 13 minutes to go. I've been enjoying hearing y'all, uh, reading y'all's thoughts on Big Brother and Emmy Awards tonight. And if you hear my dog bark, it's because he just came in the office and I'm eating Fruit Loops, which he cannot have. So, sorry. <laughs> Love you, Prescott. <laughs> That's my nine-year-old dog, Prescott. He wanted to also send out his thoughts and prayers to the soldiers. He was very sad as I told him about Bandit and Bullet and Tank, their canines that passed away recently. So, my dog, Prescott, sends y'all love and hugs, too. Um, in the meantime... Let's see here. Again, if you want to call in, 323-642-1556. Again, area code 323-642-1556. You want to call and say hello. And or you can um, message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And let's talk about Big Brother Emmy Awards and stuff and these other trending topics. Let's just see. Um, there's a new trending topic. We've talked a little bit about the others. Big Little Lies and seeing Junipero are new trending topics on Twitter now from um, that weren't on there earlier. It looks like San Junipero is also uh, from the Emmy. It says Black Mirror San Junipero writer wins Emmy for the standout episode. So congrats to them. And what else? What else? What was the other one I said? Oh, Big Little Lies also is trending. Is wins out. Standing limited series. So pretty much these topics are still still on topic of the Emmys there. Cool. Oh no, you did not eat a Fruit Loop. Prescott, puppy. They also call him puppy. Dogs kind of name themselves. You know what I mean? Prescott's his official name, but I call him puppy all the time. Even though he's nine years old. Did you? You didn't eat a Fruit Loop, did you? Did you want to say hi? Here. Say hi. Say hi. I don't know if y'all can hear me sniffing the phone, the headset. I call this a phone. That's funny. Oh, no, you cannot have Fruit Loops. Oh, I wish I had dog food in here. Free. Wait, where's your dog food? Your dog food's over there. You can have your dog food. Y'all should see him. He looks so silly right now. My dog likes to stand on two feet sometimes, and that's what he's doing right now. Of course, he's got his front paws on my leg. all give me a sad face because he wants Fruit Loops. You cannot have Fruit Loops. I'm so sorry. 
Okay. No. Go back go back to the couch, boo. Okay, Prescott. Go eat your dinner. Dog food, yum yum. <laughs> Aw, I love you. I love you. Okay. That is Prescott. He is my only child. I love my child. My furry beloved child. My doggy. Um what else? What else? So I was trying to change it to different topics, but it went back to the Emmys. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's all relevant. And what? What is this about? Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, and Lonely, Lily Tomlin invoke 9 to 5 to hit Trump. I have no idea what this is about. What is this about? So I'm Washington Times. Oh, Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin staged nine to five reunion blast Trump at Emmys. Oh wow! I don't. I should have recorded Emmys. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I'm just intrigued now. What happened there? Okay. Anyway, lots going on in the Emmys tonight. Apparently, it, it sounds like everyone's doing um, politics and uh, social platforms for their speeches and such tonight. Wow. Oh, black lawman said that Dolly Parton looked uncomfortable during the B.I.G.O.T. talk. I don't want to say that word. I love her, but I can tell she didn't want to offend her core audience. Wow. Interesting. Boy. Yeah, you know, it used to, I'm starting to, now I'm starting to kind of decide you know, earlier I said I was neutral, but the more I read about this, the more I'm starting to think maybe the award show should be just be a award show and social platform speeches and times should be different time and places because it's kind of like watching football. I hate I hate how I can't just watch a football game. It's it's more about challenges and stuff. You know, oh we challenge that play, we challenge that play. It's like how many how many replays and challenges? You know, it just takes up so much time of the game. It's like really this and that. And now I'm trying to read about the Emmy Awards thinking I'm going to read about who all won and all about these movies and TV shows or whatever, or whatever Emmy Awards is, it's TV shows, right? <laughs> I don't know. I get confused and know more about music. And and it seems like everything I'm reading is just about politics. It's like, really? Wow. So maybe, maybe I'm starting to feel like maybe that's not always the best time and place. I don't know. I don't know. What do y'all think? Tell me. All right. Let me know. Uh, and in the meantime, since we got less than eight minutes to go, let me remind you all, if you ever want to say hello or send a message with your guest request or topic suggestions, feel free to do so um, on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC. My Twitter name again, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, CoffeeTalkWC on Twitter. Message me there. Send, my, send me a hello message or guest request, topic suggestions. If you want to suggest any topics you'd like me to cover on the show, I do strongly consider each um suggestions and or if you yourself want to try to request to be a guest and or if uh, you know someone that you would like to nominate as a guest you know uh, to be interviewed I'll do my best and uh, can strongly consider it all right uh, let's see what else oh and join coffee talk with shell on facebook go to facebook.com find coffee talk with shell join the group there just remember shell spelled c-h-e-l-l-e and prescott really wants the fruit loops now okay let's play a song so I can get him calmed down for a moment. I'll be right back. Um, and just want to say thank you all so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always bright in life. And my dog sometimes likes to co-host. I guess we couldn't get J- Jumanji on air, but we could get Prescott, my doggy. Yes, 
you want to co-host with mommy? You want to co-host the show with me? He's so sweet. You say hi. He's like, sure, mom. I'll do it for Fruit Loops, but you can't have Fruit Loops, dude. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. All right. Anyway, I'll play some music as we're winding down. Keep watching the switchboard. Prescott apparently will, too. He's saying, call, call. Call in and say hi. Okay. Oh, my goodness me. That's enough. All right. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy the song. Uh, we got six minutes to go, so I'll keep watching calls as we wind down and play music. Okay, you've said hi many, too many times now. I think they've heard you. All right. All right. Silly, silly. Okay. No. You know I love you, but I can't give you free loops. I know. Don't give me that sad face. Oh, y'all. Oh, y'all should see him. He's so cute. He's so cute. We can go nine out early tonight, right? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. A long day ahead tomorrow. Monday. Manic Monday. I always try to say Marvelous Monday, but it turns into Manic Monday sometimes. But it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Busy's good, right? Productive's good. All right. Um, Prescott, help mommy choose a song for everybody. Here, come help. Come help help me. Good boy. He wants me to play for y'all. The compilation. So in case you're new, um, this is an introduction to you of my show. You'll hear I've been doing the show off and on since February 2009, several years ago, started it. So you're going to hear snippets of past interviews and uh, some music in between by Brandon Hilton. And and uh, if you're a loyal listener, you can do a flashback with me. All right. So here we go. Enjoy. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait to get <laughs> back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's they, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's local the problem. Coffee from, I just want yeah, chocolate but, I mean, mocha. you got to get, get some it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey.
like motto in life is just to have fun and just um, you know enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. Oh, oh. I would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. That's excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff but um it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um just you know meeting new people and meeting football players it was it was a, it was a dream come true and uh, I found that uh you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff of the things that's happened with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, That you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. Hey, you, like so these are the news stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. So again, that was just a compilation of uh, from different interviews and some music by Brandon Hilton called uh, Funk Called Hollywood. Got less than a minute to go. So again, if you want to say hello, message me your um Topic suggestions and or guest requests, message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC and or join Coffee Talk with Shell on Facebook.com. I just want to say thank you all so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in life on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. Hope you'll keep tuning in. And again, just wanted to give a shout out and let them know that you're in our thoughts and prayers to the Screaming Eagles, 101st Airborne from Fort Campbell, Kentucky station in Afghanistan to listen to to my show, uh, Captain James, who's been hanging out in the chat room tonight. Just want to say sorry again for your huge losses of your three canines, Bandit, and now Tank and Bullet as well. Rest in peace, Bandit, Tank, and Bullet. And thank you to all three canines for their service, for all they did for our soldiers and all of us. They saved those soldiers' lives many times, like Captain James said. And I know they're having a difficult time losing those canines that are their partners, their fellow soldiers. So, again, please keep keep them and all the soldiers and their families, too, in your thoughts and prayers. Appreciate that. And, uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in and look forward to, to hosting again next week. So tune in on Sunday, September 24th at 8 o'clock Central Time, also known as uh, 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific, and please don't ask me to do any more conversions. <laughs> oh, well, Mountain Time, I can do Mountain Time. Mountain Time would be 7 p.m. Mountain Time. But again, Sunday, September 24th. Just tune in Sunday night, okay? <laughs> and uh, yeah, all right. So this is Shell signing off for now. Love and peace. Thank you all so much again. Wishing each and every one of you a wonderful, safe, and happy week. Love and peace. Shell, saying bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.